0: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees! When
2: this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. It's their 27th World Championship.
1: The most of any team in any sport in the history of professional sports. When
2: New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Oh yeah, this is how you start an hour, Dove. Here we go, Very nice though. Good stuff. Tiki interior on the fan. Giants have a very, I'm not going to say a problem mm. on their hands. But the Giants world just got incredibly complicated. Yeah. When you switch agents, it's not a cosmetic change. No. It is a, a a a a lot like a contractual overhaul of, of what you think you're worth and The people that used to represent you, what they thought you were worth, and the faith you had in them to get you what you're pursuing. And obviously, Daniel Jones said, I'm moving on yeah, because I think there's somebody else out there that can get me the money that I think I deserve. Now, nobody's going to sit here and say, should Jones be back in terms of just analyzing him as a player and as a leader for the Giants? But Tink, they uh, Giants have to be sweating a little bit here.
1: Well, they have to they, be. They, well, it's not necessarily sweating because I still think they have the leverage, ultimate leverage, because they can just franchise tag them, right? It's not like this is the second year doing a franchise and it's going to be what is it, one hundred and ten or forty percent, whatever it is. It's like a big jump the second time you franchise a guy, and it almost becomes punitive uh, to do it. So it's the first time that they're franchising him, it locks in a number, and if they lose them um, with on a non-exclusive tag, then they get compensated for it, which as you correctly pointed out, Brian Dable, who I have ultimate faith in, and now even Mike Kafka, they're going to find a situation that's going to be fine, right? Whether it's that's Tyrod Taylor or whoever else they bring in, like it, they have equity because nobody expected them to win nine games last season. Nobody expected them to make the playoffs. And I, and I, you, you, you couldn't have bet. Nobody would have taken the bet um, that the giants were going to win a playoff game and get to the divisional round. There's no nobody in America was nope. thinking that, right? So there's equity in the staff, and if they have to the reset at quarterback, you know that they're going to have the leeway to kind of the runway to do whatever they need to do. So I know it feels like pressure, but it actually isn't because of the success that the Giants had last year. But That being said, nobody wants to see the Giants re- like, recalibrate, like actually go through a rebuild, which sucks, you know, we're going to be bad, we're going to win 3 games, we're going to do whatever. Nobody wants to see that.
2: But there's no guarantee that they're a 11-win team with Daniel Jones next year. It's not Mahomes. And it's it's not and, that kind and, of and, and
1: that's why I'm not seamless. worried about it. And I think that's what the Giants are in their mindset. That's that that's what they have to be thinking as well. We really like you Daniel Jones. We're not going to compromise our future. Um because you think with in, with your new agency that you deserve to be one of the top five paid quarterbacks in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think the Giants are going to do that. I think you're right. I think Joe Shane, who is one of the nicest guys in the business I've ever met, he I think he's ruthless when it comes to staying the course on what his plan is. Because they could have done this. Let's not forget, at the halfway point, the Giants were what, seven and two or six and... Six and two? Well, I forget what they were at the halfway point. But it was like, Giants should do something. It was already defined. They were way overachieved. Yes, yeah, so it was like, Giants should really do something and and lock this in to be in a great season. Let's, why not take a run type of thing? Mm-hmm. You mean in terms of trade deadline stuff? Yeah, Yeah, 100%. And 100%. They sat we were about Brandon yep. Cooks. We were talking tons about wide receivers. Of, there were tons of options. Yeah. They sat pat and said, look, we are who we are. We're, we're gonna we're gonna keep grinding. We get better every week, and we're gonna we're gonna create the culture, and we're gonna win some games we probably shouldn't. And I love that uh, in the long run. I hated it in the real time, but I loved it in the long run because they're not compromised going into year two of Dable and Joe Shane.
2: Yeah, no, it was very prudent play. Uh, no question about that. T.K. We're inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Our friends at Town Fair remind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from. Get out of get to Maine. Nobody beats town fair time. Nobody. Uh, can you imagine if uh, the irony, week one for the... Think about all the secondary and third options we talk about with the Jets. Like, I'm talking about the Tannehills and the Bakers and um, who else falls in. Jimmy G, a lesser extent. Can you yeah. imagine one of those guys the
1: quarterback of the Giants in week one? <laughs> no, I I, mean, think, I I don't either, but could you imagine that? Yeah, no, I can't imagine that at all. And if if Daniel Jones... Doesn't work out. Someone signs him, overpays for him elsewhere, and he leaves. And the Giants get get compensation for it. Tyrod Taylor is going to be the starting quarterback week one because they're likely going to move up and draft somebody. But that kid's going to be a project. Yeah, right. Unless because yeah. you're not getting the one and getting C.J. Stroud because now you're here. I don't it. think he's going one. I think they're going defense number one. Well, Bears, you mean? Yeah, I mean, uh but. You're starting to hear their the first quarterback taken, gotcha. whatever. The, the, the two-pick will flip with Chicago. Chicago's in a position of power right yeah, now. They, if you
2: fully believe in field, you're in a great spot.
1: Yeah, and so I think I think the first quarterback taken is the only one that I would really want, mm-hmm. and I don't think the Giants are going to go to one, even, even, if, even if they get draft compensation because Jalen Jones leaves. Gotcha.
2: All right, let's get back to you. 877-337-6666. Patrick is in Brooklyn. Patrick, how are you, bud?
3: Hey, fellas. What's up, hey, man? Joe. Um, first, before uh, my Giants point, did you hear Hoff's horrible take on the Yankees starting rotation? Uh, no, no, but I like, to, I'd like to be amused. Please so, hit us, uh, uh, us in. Let's
0: <laughs> Let us know how we can chastise well, <laughs> our producer.
3: Listen, Hoff had a good show on Sunday. Uh, he said some things to rile up uh, Yankee fans well, what'd say? Fans alike. What did he say? He said the Yankees starting rotation is top heavy. Meaning, okay, they have a great one and two. It's one and one A, like the Mets. Um, And then you have Severino and Cortez, who could be number ones on teams. I I don't even understand what he was talking about. Well, I got to tell you,
2: and trust me, anytime I have a little opening to uh, get a little shot at on my boy Hoff, I'm going to take it. But I don't think that's wildly outlandish. Hmm. Given the injury history of Severino and Cortez's one year of dominance?
1: Yeah, but Cortez, I mean, was he was so good. I understand that. that.
2: There's been a lot of one-year wonders. I'm not saying yeah. he's going to be that guy, but to say that it's <laughs> out of the realm of possibilities is irresponsible. I, I don't think Hoff is nuts with that. He's nuts with other if stuff. The Yan- that.
3: If the Yankees' starting rotation is top-heavy, then literally every rotation in baseball that has two quality starters, like the Yankees do— No, that's not
2: true. Mm -hmm. Because think about, take the Mets, for example. Now, I think the Mets have great depth. And the thing about the Mets, you know, you go like three through six and three through seven, throw Peterson in there, throw McGill. There's, (laughs) no, no, hold on. There's fewer injury concerns. What what met right now that's in the starting five, starting rotation uh, on paper, is a massive liability physically? Who is it? Wait a second. Peterson...
3: Injured last year. No, no but you know, to me, he's six or seven. I'm talking about the starting injured. five rotation. To throw over a baseball, he's never thrown in a major
1: league game. He's no no rotation. Rotation. Yeah, he's talking about Singa. He's talking about Singa. Rotation. Yeah. You, okay, so if I'm just saying,
3: if the Yankees is to, starting rotation is top heavy, the Mets are like the Encyclopedia Britannica of top heavy starting rotation. It doesn't make any sense.
2: Well, they're top-heavy. Listen, yes, the Mets' two aces are two aces who are, I guess, literally making a little top-heavy. I guess what I'm saying is I've got a little, not a ton yet, but a little more faith that those Mets guys won't necessarily be better, but they'll be more available based on the history.
3: I am shocked, Tierney, that I, you didn't love that. Take. I thought yeah. you were going to go right after it. Off. All right, <laughs> but uh, I thought, okay. I stand corrected, but um, the Giants <laughs> take, this isn't going to happen, but I don't want Daniel Jones to be getting paid $45, $50 million. No, they can't. And I go with can't. my boy. And, I, yeah, no, they can't take. And I'm going with our boy, Paul Schwartz. I mean, he first reported five years, 38. That's probably what's going to go. You know what? Um, I, that's, I'm fine with that.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm fine because yeah, it'll, be, it'll be structured so it's, it's, it's not punitive <laughs> cap-wise year one. In the last and it adds out it, it AAV. It's fine, and he's protected yeah. with the with the guaranteed portion of it, which will be a significant amount because he's still young. Now I agree. If, if sure. that if that's the case, I'm okay with that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. But if you want to get a little wild about it, you know, if the Bears aren't sold on uh, their starting quarterback and the Colts are interested in improving, how about uh, Dimes, Danny Dimes? To Chicago for the number one pick. They send uh, Fields to Indianapolis for the number four pick.
1: All right.
3: um, so, Indy will get Fields. Fields can play indoors, keep nice and warm and tidy. Uh, I see what dorms. you're doing here. I Ball. see what you're doing here. Yeah, so he has eight or nine <laughs> indoor games in Indianapolis. Yep, it goes diff- on It's a different conference. D- indoor. Different conference. Exactly. Different conference. Warm, sunny Jacksonville Road game. Nashville is temperate. Indy, hey, Indy has Taylor and Field in that backfield with uh, new young tight ends. They still have the rest of their draft. Danny Dimes playing Chicago Weather. He's playing the Meadowlands. He's tough. Uh, it's they, just too pay bad, them. Bad, they have pay him. So what are it's the Giants so, doing? It's just too
1: complicated. What are the Giants doing? Drafting. <laughs> the Giants are drafting? Gi- the dra- yeah. <laughs> Bryce Young, yeah. number yeah. one. Jeez, no, I don't want Bryce Young. Bryce that. Young is tiny. That's a lot of. I would take C.J. Fields. I gotta tell you what, that is not an absurd you Stroud, suggestion. You say few. I mean uh, uh uh CJ you, you want Stroud over Stroud over, over, over Young. Over Young. Ah, you can't you can't take Young first overall. No. He wouldn't. is he's little. Yeah. He's little. Mm-hmm. He looks a little. Yep. Um That wasn't a horrible No, no, it was well crafted. It's just there's just too many
2: moving parts big moving parts to make that come to fruition. But it's not it's not illogical uh no. in in the sense of constructing something that might benefit everybody. Well, first, which, well, first I give them credit. It's first, not a bad call. First but. of
1: all, you can't. I mean, the moving the Daniel Jones part would be the hard part. Sign and trade? Yeah, because they don't do that in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, Could you do a sign and trade? Theoretically, yeah. You can, right? I don't think I've ever seen it. Sign and trade.
2: Well, they're already kind of like the NBA. Trades, and they've got to change things yeah. as it is. So maybe this is the, the next wave. Let's get Steve in Flushing. What's going on, Steve?
4: Tiki Tierney, how you guys doing? Hey, All good,
2: Steve. How you doing, buddy?
4: Good man. Um, so I heard you had a caller call on mentioning that uh, something about Pat Mahomes and Derek Carr switched teams. Yes, and you know Andy Reid was coaching Derek Carr with the uh, enemy as the OC that he would have just as good numbers as Pat Mahomes or make as many Super Bowls as
3: Pat Mahomes. Is that
1: yeah. well? No, right? he was, he was saying that Derek Carr basically his 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 premise was Pat Mahomes would not have had the same success in. Oakland slash L.A., uh, I mean Las Vegas, uh, that he had in Kansas City. But Derek Carr would have been very good in Kansas City. Now, we we push back saying, you're probably right, but Derek Carr is not winning two Super Bowls in four years as no, a Kansas City no, T starting no. quarterback. I mean, he's that's, good, that's cool. but he's not that good, right? Pat Mahomes nah, I mean, does really, things that you just don't – like, you don't even think about doing. Like, he's nah. – he's run, I'm running – uh, psych! I'm gonna shovel pass backyard football. This thing, right? right. Touch, like nobody does that except for Pat Mahomes. No. no, he's
4: the most talented thrower besides Aaron Rodgers I've ever seen. I mean,
1: yeah, it's not even that, Steve. He's the most creative. That's it. Like, that's what you tap it into, He's yeah. the most creative quarterback I've ever seen. Y- yes. Because yes. he does things that you don't even think about. Yeah. Like, how's that possible? Throwing it with his left hand. Remember that, like, three years yeah. ago? It with his left was hand. that the
2: Kareem Hunt? I was in the flats. It was to a running back. I remember yeah, it It was, um, it was a yeah. night game. I think it was a standalone
1: prime game. Yep. Right? Yep. With I mean, hands and threw it underhand. I mean, yeah, geez, that's, exactly, that's exactly man. right, Steve. Like, who thinks of that? Right? And the only way to do it and to know you're going to do it is got to practice it. Like, most people don't have like the bandwidth, the practice, off-schedules, things like that, he does. Yeah, no. And that's why he's now, great two at
4: things, it. Two things on that, if I can, guys. One, Gruden may have been the coach and say he didn't get in trouble, open his mouth. Mm-hmm. I think Gruden could have won and gotten to Super with, with Mahomes if, theoretically, Mahomes was a Raider. So I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think we've seen we've seen Reed with McNabb. And yeah. to me, I would compare Derecardo and Alex Smith or, uh, or Donovan McNabb-type mm-hmm. Um I don't think I don't think they're probably going to do a Super Bowl, even to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's Alex Smith and thanks for the call. I don't think
2: Alex Smith and McNabb. Well, stylistically, I think Smith I think and McNabb are similar. I think he's talking about run. I
1: think he's talking about like ceiling.
2: Okay, because I don't when I look at Derek Carr and see Alex
1: Smith at no, all. No, I don't either. I, but I think he's talking about like ceiling of player. Got like it. who who. Could you go win a game, a huge game like a championship game, AFC, NFC, or Super Bowl? Yeah, it's I, there's a ceiling that certain these, yeah. these guys have. I think Carr's got more natural ability
2: throwing the ball, and I think Smith might might be a a tick more intuitive, mm-hmm. like in, with the IQ well, and uh, more accurate. I would say, and I
1: would say Alex Smith, like earned through adversity, the knowledge on how to win, right? How to be a winner. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, he. He never was going to break through. He never felt like he was going to like become a Super Bowl winning quarterback, but he I th- was pretty close, man. He what? He, was, he beat I,
2: Drew Brees at Candlestick. I was there
1: for it. True, but he I think I think he earned. Game. I think he earned through it a lot of adversity early in his career. Yeah, and then understood how to be a winner. I agree with that. So, was there a chance that Carr
2: comes out like more resolute, more refined, just
1: by leaving that mess? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I think I mean look, it's humbling. It's a wake up call. It's a, you know, this is a situation I thought I was going to be in forever, and now it's over. And people think a certain way about me. I still now have something to prove, even though I've been in the game for nine years and had some pretty good success. Yeah, I mean, listen. At the end of the day, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Carr, if, I wouldn't. I, listen, do
2: I think the Jets' interest in Carr is real? I do, mm-hmm. and it should be because he's good. I mean, he visited. He's dude, good, so but he's- I think more than you. That's also. Yeah. Kind of a smoke screen. You want yeah, to amplify waste time. It's three days, dude. They fly. What, what else are you doing? The season's over.
1: Yeah.
2: We I mean, still got to go find a place to
1: live. And, and, why do they
2: put you up in a hotel for a few nights? No- what I'm saying, though, I don't think that if I had to measure the attraction, uh, I think myself that the jet's attraction to car is more than car's attraction to them. I don't see him as a Northeast guy. It's not an organizational knock. jets are, their, their infrastructure is good. Their
1: facilities are great. You just don't see him wanting to be here.
2: I don't see him coming to the Northeast.
1: I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm just not sold on the whole he can't win in the cold thing. Yeah, I get you know, it. I, I know why people say that, but I just don't buy
2: it. Yeah, I'm not sold. It's too small. I think it's like 0 and 5, whatever. Yeah. It's a smallest sample. Uh, I tend to agree with you on that. Tony's in Bayonne. What's up, Tone? How are you?
3: What's up, guys? You hey. know, we've seen it before. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Burris do that too? He fired his agent, and then two two days later, bang, the Giants was yes, gone. yes. I think Brodor too, right?
1: Uh, I don't know about hockey with Brodor, but I yeah, I think you're right about Pulexco. But I, I mean, now, I, again, I don't know the circumstances why Daniel Jones moved agencies. I mean, it, it could have been as simple as his primary agent left, right, and he just or he just didn't feel like he was getting the attention. I have no idea. Why he changed. Mm -hmm. Um, We're speculating that it's because he wanted a more aggressive approach towards the Giants, but we have no idea. I mean, we'll find out eventually.
3: Do you think it would be better for him to maybe sign a two-year or a three-year deal, knowing that the salary cap's going up in another couple years and the price of quarterbacks are going to go up probably more too, and then hit that deal if this Giant team can rebuild with receivers – and, and you know, start making the playoffs consecutively. That he'll get paid bigger on that back end.
1: Yeah, and by you can you can probably do that. You know, Tony, with a four or five year deal as well, because we we were talking earlier about the back ends of these contracts, regardless of how long they are. They they often it's it's fungible money. Right, it doesn't really mean anything. It's void years. You can think there's ways to get out of it. Um, so you're. I, I think the deal is going to be at least four years mm-hmm. that the Giants are going to try to get done. Um, but it's still gonna be available for Daniel Jones to renegotiate, extend if he's if he's really good over the next two or three years. Okay. This
2: is interesting, boy. You know, I said to Tiki, I don't know, an hour or so ago, this is the most unique offseason pertaining to both teams' quarterback positions in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Because for Eli, you know, eighteen of the twenty years it was on lockdown. You right. didn't know you didn't know right away. You didn't have to worry about it. And the back end it was like, all right, when's it gonna end? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but you know, ninety-five percent of his run here was defined by, you know, stability and 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 solid play. You know, the uh Sims was here a long time. First couple of years were Rocky, but then Sims became the man. Kerry was obviously good when he was very good when he was here. Uh now the Jets have been in the quarterback market a lot. There's been a lot of volatility there, obviously. We've lived it, but simultaneously? Yeah. The Jets and the Giants. Yeah, it's rare. Oof. 877-337-6666 is our number. Tiki and Tierney on the fan till 2. Then it's Craig and Evan coming up after us. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. All right, it's 126. It is the Tiki and Tierney show. Mr. Kramer, let's bang this out fast, sir. Our Daily Pick, the Tiki and Tierney Daily Pick, brought to you by Superbook Sports, better odds, favorable prices. By Ramsey Mazda, choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. And by Flag and Anthem, real close, real life, visit anthem.com. Good, Hoff, what do you got? Well, we're going to go to San Jose as the Seattle Kraken are coming to town. Minus one and a half for Seattle Kraken, plus 165. I'm taking Seattle Kraken, minus
1: one and a half. Bert, hating on your Sharks. They suck this year. I mean, it's they. Terrible. You want you want you
2: want to say that we, we we throw the term around a lot? Well, they suck. Yeah, they're bad. You like that Ranger spray, by the way? You like that
1: Ranger? Yeah, bring around? a tile Mop, Put your mic on. Yeah. Uh oh. Turn, no, no, no. <laughs> Turn my mic on. There <laughs> uh, yeah, No no. Turn my mic on. You're responding it's... to a non-question because BT was talking yes. into a dead mic.
2: <laughs> he asked <laughs> if I like the Ranger. That one actually wasn't my fault. Oh, oh no, no, I know. I well, it God. was actually Doe's fault in the engineer's fault as always. They didn't grease Dove didn't apply the droplet of grease that I require (laughs) before (laughs) before, every show (laughs) at (laughs) 9.57 and 31 seconds every morning.
0: He just wants me to grease him before every show? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Only
1: you would uh, (laughs) would go there for that. I told you he was was getting down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you asked about the Tyler
2: Mott trade. I like it I, because he had good chemistry last year. He yep. fits the system really well. They look. They need a little bit more of an enforcer, a physical presence. A little so little PK presence. Yeah, no, yeah. Tyler Mott's a good player. I like it. I still want a gold scorer. I, I don't know if they can get Patrick Kane or Timo Meyer, but those two are guys that I really think they would add to. Listen, the offense has been clicking. I'd like to see more offensive production, personally speaking. All right. All right, listen, it's been a big day for quarterbacks here. 877-337-6666. Uh, real quick, I, I don't. I don't listen. If you if you enjoy it, that's awesome. I don't understand how anybody can watch the XFL. Mm. I mean, I was zipping through some channels this weekend, right? And I watched a lot of the 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 um, the Genesis Open yep. out out in California. Mm-hmm. Tiger playing. Tiger Rom was great. Yeah. Rom is Rom is just red hot. Wow, he's unbelievable, John Rom. So I watched that. I caught up on some uh, documentary stuff, right? And like, I forgot that it was on, quite frankly. And as I'm going through channels, I'm like, oh, football. I'm like, oh, yeah. it's just. How do people watch it? Well I think they o- care about the it? only
1: way that it has a chance is if it becomes triple A for NFL. So it becomes a developmental league for the guys that you hope will make it, but they're not they're gonna be practice squad guys, but they need to get some reps because they don't still, they're not ready to be NFL players. That's the only way it's going to make any hay because when you watch the games and you see these names like Paxton Lynch. A.J. McCarron was a quarterback, I think I saw. A.J. McCarron, oh. Josh, Josh Gordon was there again. The receiver? Yeah. you got to be kidding he scored me. Scored the first touchdown of the oh, XFL. So, I mean, it's just there's just no interest in watching it. Zero. Unless unless there's something future for these guys relative to the NFL. Here's the problem, though. And, and I know what you mean. Like,
2: if it was to become a feeding ground for the NFL... Oh, maybe spark a little interest. Not enough for me. I'm not sitting at my house watching yeah. football during the spring in the late stages of the winter. I'm just not doing it. Uh, never will I do that. But I do think because they're not like connected to the teams. Like if we can watch a game and know, oh, this guy's on the Jets practice squad. Oh, this is the this is the yes. left tackle on the yes. Giants that we're, or not left tackle, You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can actually gauge them for our teams. That's different. That's why. That's would, why you could watch double A baseball. That would be
1: the only reason it Yanks would be interesting. By the way, did you? You talked about AJ McCarron. Yeah. Did you see the series? I'm just. I, no, didn't, I didn't. I didn't see, didn't one, see I, it. I, no. So AJ McCarron and whatever team he was playing for, they were down fifteen to three. Fifteen to three. Wow, sounds like an amazing yeah. game. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Exciting. Barn Burmer. Fifteen to three with a minute and a half left. They oh. score a touchdown, and then the XFL you can go for three instead of two point conversion. You go for three from the ten yard line. They convert it, so now it's fifteen to twelve. They also why wouldn't it be fifteen to six? It was fifteen to three. They scored a touchdown, so it's fifteen to nine. They go for the three point conversion from the ten yard line. They convert it. So it's 15 to 12. There's an there's an onside alternative in the XFL, which is 4th and 15 from your own 25-yard line. Mm-hmm. They convert that. Mm. They get it. They go out and score to make it 18 to 15, and they win the game.
2: Well, if they do all these things so well at the latter stage of the game, why the hell do they have three points with two minutes to go in the whole game? That's a great question. Jeez. I mean, oh, God. And again, you know you derive derive your own viewing pleasure but i i just don't get it yeah it, it has zero impact it, i hated it the, well the first time with vince mcmahon that was a little different
1: but except it, for the kickoff
2: it, thing, it was right? violent it was a ground i'm not yeah. saying it was awesome but it was different and you give wwe a shot but this please watch this nonsense <laughs> charlie fresh metals charlie what's happening buddy how are you how
3: are you doing guys i can't believe i got true i love you guys
2: appreciate you man nah, thanks for making the call charlie how you doing today pal you good
3: Good, good, good. Now, if I'm the judge, if I got it, if it's just cash, I would sign Carr.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: If I have to give up draft picks
1: for Aaron Rodgers, number ones for Aaron then I'd
3: Rodgers. rather go after. No, I'd go after Jones.
1: After Jones, Dan- oh, Daniel I Jones, really,
3: I really do. I think we should go after Jones. He's way younger.
1: So, de- so, I mean, you know, so, Derek Carr is a free agent, so you don't have to give anything up for him other than the yeah, cash. Yeah, I said if
3: it's just cash, but but, but I would go after.
1: Far. But if you're talking about draft pick equity, right? That and that's what you're going to have to give up for Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You're saying you would rather get, go after Daniel Jones if if the right. Giants franchise tag him.
2: But the only way you do that is yeah. by giving up two first-round picks because you did the not well, exclusive. Gonna up,
1: yeah. Well,
3: you're going to have to give up two a first pick or
1: two first picks. Yeah. For, for, and I, and I think Rodgers. I think it's I think it's in subsequent years. Well, we don't know what the compensation is going to be for Aaron Rodgers cuz I mean, he could he could play for two years, mm-hmm. right? Or it, you're not giving up multiple. I don't see multiple one picks. It's not it. like it's not like what did what did what did the Denver Broncos give up? Like, oh, they gave up players, three too. first rounders, a player, and a fourth rounder, something like that. But Russell Wilson's he's going to play for another seven years, six or seven years. Yeah, they probably hope that he's not, but <laughs> he, he is theoretically, yeah. But Aaron Rodgers is going to play for two more years. Yeah. So so if you're so if you're the Jets. Does it make more sense to hope that the Giants franchise tag Daniel Jones? I'd be all in on Jones. And then and then sign Daniel Jones to whatever the deal is because you have the money. In theory, you have the money because you can readjust their, their cap. They're a little bit in cap. Yeah, they uh, got trouble, moves to make. Corey Davis, Carl Lawson. You can shave yeah, some. Exactly. You could do stuff. There's three or four restructures that give them. Fans space. gone. Yep. Cut some people. So We're good. You, can, you get Daniel Jones. Uh huh. At 25.7 years he is, I think, 26, 7. 26 years old. I think I just saw it. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. only it's on the top of my mind. I've never heard anybody say that in the <laughs> well, history of how, communication. Well, that's, that's how they He's use He's
2: 25.7 well, years that's, old. That's how they do I it. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I've never heard anybody say that in my life. Well,
1: there you go. You heard it for the first time from me. Uh-huh. There you go. So, But dude, I think that's the move. I mean, it's not going to come to fruition because the Giants are going to let him dangle. N- n- no, and there's no way the Giants are letting him go across the state, you know what I mean? Oh, jeez, exactly. <laughs> right. Now, no a move way, like that, the that but the
2: point is a move like this, you want to mitigate as much risk as possible. Now, the one thing that we that we well, two things we don't know about Carr. Number one, what's his ultimate ceiling with stuff mm-hmm. around him? Uh and number two, how would he transition to this market? Now, if you're mitigating risk, the second part is already gone with Daniel Jones cuz he handles New York fine. Yes, you know it. He gets it. He's got the perfect personality. Yep. For New York. He fits and there's been zero issues. Even mm-hmm. when the Giants were a mess and he was putting the ball on the turf and they were recycling coaches and going through the firing squad left and right, like he was able to remain above it, at mm-hmm. least in terms of how he presented himself, yep. which is paramount. I'm not saying Derek Carr is going to morph into a knucklehead by by any account. He's a, he's a good man. He's grounded. He's faith-driven. I love that. I respect that. I don't know if he can handle the media. Like I know that Daniel Jones already shown the ability to do.
1: Yeah, that's important. That is a big thing, especially in New York, because it can derail careers. We've seen it. We've seen it happen. What would you do if Jones was on the on the Jets? Oh, next I would. Year? I would hate. What it. would you do? I would hate it. I would. I would. I believe that the Jets would be successful. Yeah, I think they'd be really good. Me too. And I would. I would hate Joe Shane for for letting that happen. <laughs> I mean, I love Joe Shane. Yeah, yeah. I would hate the, the for him to have let. Unless we go get, like, somebody who's phenomenal. Oh, it's gonna you, be you're a- not going to get
2: Rodgers because you're
1: not there no, in terms no, no, of what's around oh, the draft. draft. Yeah. the draft. Get, but get. you won't reap the reward right away. Yeah, that's true. In all probability, and, and no I matter don't, who I don't, you get. I don't want to... Take a step back. Yeah. I don't want to take a step back to take a step forward. See,
2: but I also think that there's there's credence in taking a step back to take three steps forward. So
1: when it's suggested... Potentially three steps forward. True. Because if you're drafting, you're it's right. always potential.
2: No, you're absolutely right, T. That's 1,000% spot on. You don't know. Um, Talk about mitigating risk. I mm-hmm. mean, would you rather take somebody from the draft you know nothing about <laughs> or just roll with the kid who's proven he can play? Exactly. I, no, I, I get that. But there's a conversation to be had... Uh, as callous or as reckless as it seems to some, that you can make a case that the Giants' best move is to move forward without Jones. Now, I don't subscribe to that because I mm. like Daniel Jones, but it's a lot of money and there's a lot of holes around them.
1: Yeah, and if you if you sign him the way that he now wants to be signed, it's going to be really hard to fill those in the short term. You might be able yes, to do yes. it like in twenty twenty four. Yeah, it's off season, but you kind of stuck running back a lot of the same team. Even if that's why tagging them is not appealing at all. $35 mm-hmm. million, dollars,
2: you tag them. We're, we, and it goes right away on the cap. We're yeah. just spending the money. How's the Giants getting better? You're not. If you, if you tag Daniel Jones, $35 million, how is that team competing with the Eagles next season? They're not. It's true. They're not. They're just not. All right. That's why we need them on the Jets, T, just to uh, offset any of that, uh, that pain. Baseline underneath, bank shot. No, Ewing slams in the photo. And the Knicks go up by one with 26 seconds remaining. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the buzzer sounds, and the New York Knickerbockers are going back to the NBA finals. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, Tiki and Tierney, back on the fan. Uh, did you guys watch Hoff? I think I mentioned. I asked you earlier. Hoff, Tiki, you watch any of the uh, the All Star stuff last night? No, not much.
1: Right? Zero. Not a second.
2: I, you know, I watched it. I still enjoy the intros. Um, I've always enjoyed that part of even you know Major League Baseball All Star Games players. I've always said that for whatever reason, I like it. Now it's. I mean, it takes forever with the NBA because they mm-hmm. actually did the draft live. They did the player draft live. Oh, wow. So you had Giannis on stage, LeBron on stage, the reserves behind them seated, and they literally were choosing up like the playground. Like, I'll take this guy, I'll take that guy. And uh, LeBron took Kyrie pretty early. I wanted to see what happened there. Uh, Listen, the game itself was just horrendous, Mm -hmm. man. Now, All-Star Weekend was okay. Uh, Paid attention to Grimes a little bit Friday night, had himself a good night.
1: Julius Randle was terrible in the three-point shooting contest. Yeah, he needs to I be sold. game. game. He's only, he's only, <laughs> he only knocks him down during he, the game. He was an alternate, so it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah, yeah. He was just there to fill a role, to yeah. like, fill an empty spot. The dunk contest was what people talked about. Yes. and I, and I was, well, Matt McClung. I mean, he was at Georgetown this. back in the day. Was he
2: really? Then he went to, I want to say, Texas Tech. He's a G League kid. Now he's with the G League. And he, I think he got a Pullman deal after the dunk contest. Did
1: he really? Yeah. Oh, good for yeah, him. Man. Oh, yeah. I saw that he made, like, his whole salary. <laughs> he made some sick dunks. Man. but I, I think his salary is like $100,000. Uh, hundred and five or something. And he made 100000 for winning the, the dunk contest. That's awesome. That is awesome.
2: And there's only so many dunks him. Him. and so many things you can recreate. Uh, one thing, it's funny. Charles and, I mean, Charles was, was he drunk last night? Charles was all over the place. <laughs> Even Shaq at one point. They because Shaq asked him. He's like, "Are you drunk?" Like, kind of kidding. Did you know, they're dynamic, right? Yeah. During yeah. the pregame stuff, what did he say? Yeah, he didn't really say no. He didn't really say yeah. I mean, listen, somebody's having a few pops. I don't care. It's all star game. Exactly. And and Shaq was like, I don't, "I don't." He's so deep. He's like, "I don't drink." He's like, "But uh, what do you call hookah?" <laughs> he's like, "I need my hookah." He's like, "There's no hookah out here in Utah." He goes, "I'm dying, Shaq." I mean, there was if you listen, I'm uh, dying, Charles. If you listen closely to their exchanges. Uh, they were saying some crazy stuff, which I thought was interesting. I don't love Draymond with a microphone. I'm mm. sorry. I just, Draymond Green does not do it for me with mm. a microphone at all. And uh, it got a little contentious with him and Charles, like legitimately contentious. Yeah, they don't like each other. Yeah, uh, but in terms of like, you know, presenting the league and having fun, uh, they put on a pretty good show. Uh, it was there if you wanted it, but it was a tough game to actually, I mean, I you know I, I, I watched the whole country thing as I flipped over, but it was okay. 877-337-6666. Charlie is in Bayside. What's up, Charlie?
3: Hey
4: guys, how you doing? Hey. good. What's, What's up, up buddy? Um you stole uh BT. You stole my thumb. Whoa, you know, hey, thunder. come hey. on. No, no, buddy. you know what? No, you know what? I was good at uh, I apologize. It's okay. H- how's yep. how's beat you beat you to the punch? <laughs> is that better? Uh yeah, that's
2: better. It's a little more original,
4: sure. Yeah, um, you know, I think, you know, they might be better off. And provided he asks for too much money, Jones, you're going to have four number ones over the next two years. You're going to have a lot of cap room in 24. I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world. Maybe you step back, you won nine games this year. Maybe you win six or seven next year. I mean, I don't think it uh, would be a disaster. I mean, listen, Am I wrong? You know, no,
2: I, I don't. I think, Charlie, when you look at it that way, boy, that requires number one, an immense amount of faith in the in the gentleman running the Giants now, and by the way, you should have that as Giant fans because of the way they over deliver. Number one, number two, uh, you know, there's no guarantee that it's. See, when you when a team makes the playoffs, especially after an extended absence like the Giants have had once out, you know, outside of this year, once the Green Bay game
0: mm-hmm.
2: in a decade. You know, we tend to overreact to to the achievement of just getting there. Now, the fact that you went on the road, you beat the Vikings. I know the Vikings' defense stinks, but Daniel Jones was great. I mean, Giants looked legit that game. Like, they earned the props. They really were good. But I think it can kind of... We can inflate where they are and who they are. Yeah. Like, it's not a shot to say that the Giants so overachieved the year ago and had some fortune, not luck, fortune that led to their final record
1: that might not be there this year. Well, the Giants have 11 draft picks this this year two third rounders, two sixth rounders, and three seventh rounders. Ugh, and so, seventh round I don't I mean what I, I mean. One of, honestly, one of the reasons the Jets drafted so well. It's because they didn't have any picks after the fifth round. Like once you get to like those latter picks, you're just kind of you kind of just
2: guessing. Although Isaiah Hodgins was a sixth round pick, right? I, oh, he was a
1: seventh round. He was late. No, I think, it was late. I think he was six. He was. He was right. And I but I, point I, taken. But there's a reason the Jets had a good draft because you're mm-hmm. picking a lot of good players, right? When you're in the top three or four rounds, five rounds, as opposed to you know the guys that are hanging around. Now, that doesn't mean anything other than that. You can build some depth and you can you know take some projects. and I think the problem for me with what this last caller was espousing is that I don't feel like as a Giants fan, we collectively want to go to a bunch of projects, including the quarterback. i I think, yes, we overachieved last year. But there was a good foundation that was laid. Like there were some good pieces that were that were found. Isaiah Hodgins being one of them, mm-hmm. who, we, who we were just talking about. Um, I think uh, Evan Neal is going to evolve into a into a, a better player. Andrew Thomas is already one of the top tackles in football. So got he, a good tight end. Got a good tight end. I like him. Bellinger. So I like him. There's, there's there's some secondary pieces. Even though there's there obviously needs to be some upgrades too as, as well. But I I think you can still win enough to be relevant and and if you if you're thinking about with Daniel Jones if you're thinking about starting over at quarterback but with you know you get two first round draft picks you can let's just let's just go through this project it sets you back like to a four win team and that's just frustrating but again the reward on the back end can justify that kind yeah. of move well this was this was kind of the you know take a step back to take multiple steps forward but it's just, it's potential steps forward. That, that's That that's, that's that's just scares the hell out of listen,
2: me. Listen, if there was a contract, you can hand Giant fans right now. All right, so we're going to we are gonna move on from Jones. We don't deem them worth 35, 38, mm-hmm. 40, whatever the number. It's not palatable for them. So we're going to let Jones go. Uh, we're going to go with Tyron Taylor and some—we uh, get some other backup in here, whatever. Yeah. And we're going to go. Will Levis, so we take in the third round. <laughs> Will Levis is going first round, by know, the way. Will saying. Levis is going top ten. I think the Raiders take him at number eight. And Will Levis is going top ten. I'm not saying I would do it. Will mm. Levis is going to be a, a premium pick. But back to the Giants contract. And you wrote this out. He said, all right, Giants, you, you can sign this if you want. Uh, we're going to take it on the chin, possibly this year. It's Tyrod Taylor, um, and whomever. But based on our moving on from Jones, we'll take that money, disperse it here, develop a quarterback, and in three years, we will be a legitimate 12-13 win power with a real chance to win the Super Bowl. You don't sign up for that? Yeah, of, of course, course you do. do. Course. But it, there's it, no contract that guarantees it's going to happen. You could go with Tyrod Taylor, you could go 5-12, and 12, and then you could not get it right for the next five or six years, and you fumble it but, a million different yeah, ways.
1: But I kind of have a lot of faith in, in
2: Brian Dable. I do too. And so, But that's why I'm intrigued to see him with a quarterback that he looks at on film and says, That's exactly kid, who I want. That's uh, not enough necessarily to say no to Jones, mm-hmm. but enough to give me a little pause like, Man, if Dable really loves this kid and he thinks he could do X, Y, and Z with this kid, do I not investigate it? Yeah,
1: but it's interesting how you know when we talked to Isaiah last week, Isaiah Hodgins, and we'll keep bringing because he had a it was a good he had some interesting insights that we weren't really asking about, but we, he kind of told us up in Buffalo. Well, first of all, they love Brian Dable in Buffalo, so they they watched all the stuff that he was doing with the Giants. But even before Daniel Jones had the season that he had, they were because Isaiah Hodgins was in Buffalo and then he got waived in week five or six, and then the Giants picked him up. But in those first couple of weeks of that season under Brian Dable, the Buffalo players were calling Daniel Jones baby Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. And so, it, I mean, there's a, I, there's got to be a belief that he has so much more upside. And I think that's where, that's where I am. I think that under another year under Dable, another year under Mike Kafka, who did not get a head coaching job, you know, he was in the final for – uh, the the cards cards Cardinals yeah Cardinals job that Daniel Jones is only going to keep getting better yeah I mean I it, tend to think so too but and if that's the case you, if you have a really good quarterback you can overcome some of the shortcomings and keep overachieving
2: right because he makes guys around him better but they were no, now this is not Jones's fault I'm not loving they, they or dropping this at his doorstep he wasn't overcome it, over wasn't over able wasn't wasn't able to overcome it jeez. <laughs> Uh, tongue, mouth, start mm. operating again against the Eagles when the disparity was that That's wide. true. Now, it's unfair. Nobody, I don't know if anybody would. Maybe Mahomes keeps it a little tighter. Uh, maybe Burrow can. That? K- That's an unrealistic ask of somebody like Daniel Jones. But th- until the Giants do all these other things they need to do, it's still going to be a big disparity in
1: talent. Yeah, what was the pressure number? I forget. Was it 70-something percent? Of the oh, in
2: terms of how many times they brought pressure, Pre- in, or no, in, when he, or he was, was pressured, pressured during the game, it was it, around seventy percent. It was, it it was, was inordinately it high. Was it was crazy, something ridiculous. That's great. Nobody's playing well there. No, nobody. Yeah. Uh, let's get AJ up in Dutchess County. What's up, AJ? What's up? AJ? How are you? Hey, BT, how you
3: doing, man? I just passed our alma mater on the river.
2: Let's go. Let's there go, Marist. All right. Hey, we won a game over the weekend, basketball. Did
3: you? Yeah, I we saw beat, that. The hell? we beat I Niagara. Saw
2: that. Nice. Yeah.
3: That's great stuff.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, right, so, we're not so, having so a good season, but all good. Love Marist. What's happening, buddy?
3: All right. So, listen, I'm not even a Jet fan, all right? But I'm going to tell you right now, if they bring in Derek Carr, there's no reason for them to go after uh, Rodgers. Too many draft picks. There's no reason for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, this, well, but hold Carr, on. But, AJ, the reason would be in to fairness, win a Super Bowl. We don't really know what the draft capital is going to be. But keep going.
3: In theory, you're all right. right. Did they, but they got draft picks, the Jets do, correct?
2: Yeah. They have the 13th pick.
3: Okay. Yeah, they got a lot okay. of picks. Yeah. You bring in Derek Carr, uh-huh. and then you trade for Devontae Adams yeah. and match them up again.
2: Trade for Devontae. What, to give him a, Elijah Moore? Yes. Yeah, I Bingo. mean,
4: <laughs> that's – Boy,
2: we've got and, some creative uh, transactions and, today.
4: Wait, Elijah Moore and a number one.
2: Uh, that's that's a lot for a receiver. How old's Devontae, 30? Yeah. yeah. 30 I don't know if I'm old. giving up that much. I like Devontae Adams. I'm not going – I don't know if I'm moving mountains to get him. With the Jets have first round pick, six draft you picks. And Elijah, you want
3: to go, to the Super, Bowl? Want to go to the Super Bowl?
2: Yeah, but that Rogers is going to take me there. No, we don't know. Why not? No, nah,
3: he's he's not into it anymore. How
2: do you he's... know? Come on. Uh, come, come, on. On. come on, come on, How do you know? Because he's getting
3: stoned in the Let me How do you, know? He, know? How do you know? I'm a football fan. I've been watching the games.
2: Okay,
1: and, I, he, my, listen, and I, he's getting stoned in a dark room. Uh,
2: right now. We got to stop saying he's getting stoned <laughs> in a dark room. I'm so tired of the joke, AJ. Now listen, I love the creative path, and it, it's interesting the Vate they had him straight. But I, here's what, I, and here's how I started the show. It is lunacy, sheer lunacy, to hear the amount of Jet fans on the station this weekend, and a lot who have infiltrated our show today call up and say, "I don't want Aaron Rodgers." Who the hell do you think you are? We So now we're in a position to say we don't want Aaron Rodgers. Well, you might think that we're in that position. I know we're not in that position. Now, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers wants us, but I sure as hell want Aaron Rodgers. I want him. I want him. And, you know, until he says no, that's my first target. Yeah. Derek Carr can wait.
1: He can wait. But, Derek Carr by bounce, and then Aaron Rodgers will tell the Jets, sorry. Oh, that's why Joe Douglas <laughs> has to
2: make sure he's doing his job, and I trust that he is. Get a speck of information. Get a sense of what Rodgers is thinking about your franchise. You have to know that a little bit.
1: Easier said than done. Uh,
2: well, it shouldn't be that hard for an executive with contacts around the league. True. Everybody True. knows everybody. I'm not saying, yes, he will absolutely. No, no, I don't need a, a, a definite yes. I need to know if he thinks that they're even an, an appealing option. <laughs> At least that I can make my pitch. I can justify hitting a little pause on Derek Carr, who was a good player. And I will run the risk of Derek Carr getting a little offended for a great player. That's how I would play it. That's it. That is it. We you know I, I, I listen, I heard everybody. I heard Coach this weekend, I heard uh, our boy Sean Morash. heard a little bit of hoff. Everybody called up. No, I don't want Aaron Robert Jets fan, I don't want Aaron Rodgers. Who the hell are you? You don't want Aaron right? crazy? Don't want Aaron Rodgers. You want stability. That's why. The thing I've ever
1: heard. You want stability. Long-term stability. Oh, jeez.
2: <laughs> you know, sometimes losing muddies sensibility. And I think the sensibility of some Jet fans has been muddied, has been diluted, this is Aaron Rodgers we're talking about. Do you actually think the guy's going to show up in week one tripping out on acid? He's going to be in the best shape of his life, ready to shove it down the throat of the Packers and do what Brett Favre couldn't do with the Jets.
1: When? How long does that high washer stay in your system? I don't know. <laughs> Why are we tempted to find out? We're going to do a years. show on it? Two years. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers
2: has failed the drug test, folks, and uh, he's ruled ineligible to play this year as the Jets give up two first-round picks. <laughs> All right, Teeq, see you tomorrow, brother. Great see start you. to the week. See you, brother. Yes, sir. Everybody else out there, have an awesome rest of your Monday. Keep those kiddos busy. No school today. I know it's tough. Uh, we got Craig and Evan coming up next. Cartner Roberts. We're back tomorrow at 10, and we will see you then. Dove, get that music up, sir. Let's hear it, buddy. There you go.